Hey everybody, good afternoon. John Roysland here, the host of another beautifully sexy and horrific episode of the Witching Hour podcast. With me today, a man that needs no introduction, the sexiest man in the film industry, well, at least in Texas, well, at least in his house. Boys and girls, welcome Mr. Bloody Billy Pond back to the show. Hey, let's hold for applause. Hey, listen, I know I'm no uh, Joseph Rodriguez and all. Uh, you know. uh, who, who, who is? That kid's make, he's making some waves, though, ain't he? I tell you what, the boy's got some talent. He does. He, he's he a good really dude. does. He, as he, talented as he is, he's just a good person, too. You know, and he, that, that's you know, what makes the furthest. He is so nice to just talk to. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. I really, I really admire him and like him a lot. He's just a, you can hang out and shoot the shit about anything. It doesn't even have to be, uh, you know, craft related. You can just shoot about life. So he's a good dude. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to go far. As do I. And he, you know, I've been watching him and he's been doing a lot of his own little small projects and, uh, you know, I had him on the show, uh, not long ago cause he had collaborated with some other folks and did some, did some artwork mm -hmm, for them mm -hmm. for their shorts. And I said, dude, I said, let me get you back on the show. Let's just talk about you. What you know? Let's get your name out there. And and uh, he's just such a pleasure to talk to, and so talented. And uh, you know, he's going to be working on a, on a feature of his, hopefully. And um, I tell you, man, I, I really think he's got a gift. I, I really do. I, I do too. He he showed up out at um, Frontmare too because he had some of the stuff in the fake trailers mm -hmm. that we do every year, the fake trailer showcase. And um, so I got to spend some time with him out there too. So. He got to see firsthand how rabid these uh, horror fans are out there. Right. And uh, I think every person who's interested in film needs to see a convention like Frightmare so they can see what these fans uh, are crazy about. And you kind of know where to, what you need to do and what you don't need to do. And I think you learn a lot from being out there. And I think he did too. Well, I tell you what, working with people such as yourself is, I'm sure was a big learning experience too. Um, you know, I mean, you're definitely no no newcomer to the game uh so with, with everything that's been going on first i, I want to ask how are you um health wise i'm good yes. i think i'm pretty good um i got 18 percent of the heart working so it's like the the heart doctor explained it since i'm a uh, fat fuck and all that it's like a uh, a semi truck with a uh uh, Volkswagen engine in it. So it's like <laughs> once you get going, you're good. It just takes you a while to get that going. So uh, that's what he said. He keeps telling me, you need to lose like half your body weight. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll get right on that. Yeah, um, that's but, pretty much uh, yeah, what but other told than me. That, yeah, feeling pretty good. Just uh, just uh, living in this uh, world and trying to keep my uh, head above the water. And that's wow. kind of what's been going on these days. Now, back to that Joseph thing, he cast me as an actor in his movie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why would anybody do that? He was the first one to actually do it. And um, in a way, gave me a bunch of lines and stuff. And uh, I was like, well, I don't get it, dude. He goes, well, I'll just be yourself. And I was like, oh, okay. So he's making fun of me. I get it now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I was real proud of that performance in there. So I don't know if you saw that. I think it's called I, Go to the Deadlands. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you actually turned me on to that short. Oh, and okay. I fucking fell in love with it and um had him on the show i want to say oh man this is going to be really 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 bad and really unprofessional of me to say but i for some dumb reason i kept wanting to say you were on the show or or were 
we were well, don't, don't or, give me line buddy or, or we were trying to get you onto the show with him um but yeah no man i absolutely love that short that he did with you i really he, did he shot it with uh i think the person who come out and shot it was james uh feet out mm -hmm. of big spring and he he did a, a movie too called carnage radio that started off as a short and then he worked up to a movie and he's out shopping it for distribution and stuff like that now uh, he was out in frightmare too but he he's a big talent too and um he's got a good eye and stuff like that too so uh you know he he works he works with us a little bit too here and there too but there's some good finally some great talent and stuff coming out here there's some little local filmmakers and stuff like that i know Jake Perry, but he's getting ready to, he did tapeworms, but he's right. getting ready to move out to Tennessee. Yes, um, very soon. You know, I, I figured that Texas must have hit their gay quota and he got kicked <laughs> out. Um, and then, then there's like a, a Mike, Mike Caldwell, he's doing some stuff. He's doing Moth Woman right now. Him and his fiance, uh, Lisa, good people. Um, so there's a lot of people doing some stuff here. You know, it's, it's kind of fun to see. Um, yeah, I get about it here and there, yeah, but I'm real proud. There used to not be anything. Yeah, Texas is on fire right now as far mm -hmm. as filmmaking. It really seems to be the hot spot, that's for sure. Um, yeah, um, who was it I talked to a couple weeks ago? Um, oh, shit, mental, yeah. John, um, I'm telling you, like, I've known you for a long time, mm -hmm. and I just now picked up that you said your name's Roisland. See, I always went Rosland. My everybody calls me, even my boss at work calls me Roz. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I was just thinking, I always thought that was that. It's like funny. Sometimes I feel like I've been asleep for like my whole life, and then one day I wake up and say, I'll be damned. That's what it is. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. It must be brain damage or something. I don't know. No, I mean, dude, it, throughout the years, even, even teachers in school would always mispronounce my name. And, you know, I'd be in fourth, fifth grade, they'd be doing roll call. And Nope, that's not me. So I wouldn't, you know, it got to the point. I just would never raise my hand. Well, you you got off easy because when I was in school, my middle name was on everything. You know, now you know my middle name? I do not. My middle name is Ho. Really? No shit. Now that's pretty rough when you're in elementary school and junior yeah. high. Yeah. Um, and my mom being a, a white and a cracker, she spelled it H-O-E, you know, even though it's supposed to be H-O. So... Yeah, so I'm actually Billy Ho, Garden Ho, Pond. Um, I did not know that. Now, a weirder stories when me and my dad, my dad just passed, you know. I do, uh, and I am sorry. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, we went to China together. Thank God we went and did that in 2005. Um, we went to actually where my grandfather was born and all this kind of stuff in some village. But um, I noticed over there the family members that were supposedly Ponds too were giving me like a business card. But there's an extra O in the pond. It was Poon. And I was like, what is, they go, oh, this is a uh, Mandarin. You know, I guess there's like 3 billion freaking languages over there. Right. So, and Pond was like Cantonese. So, I guess over there I would be Poonho Billy. That's how <laughs> they would pronounce it, yeah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> laughing at you. I no, it's true story, no. <laughs> Poonho Billy. I, I did see the pictures that you shared with the world um, of your trip over. Uh, yes. with your father beautiful pictures thank you, um thank you. my heart goes out to you um for the loss of your father i know how hard that is we 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 butted heads a lot um but we still looked after each other and had each other's back for the most part so right um you know he was kind of like a friend because he was he's always i got my um immaturity from him uh my temper from him my smart ass from him um i think the the thing i got from my mom was probably the nurturing 
you know, okay. <laughs> caring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess that that says a good thing about a mother then, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So what's going on with you? I know, um, you're, I know you're looking to finish up um, Cowboys from Hell. Yeah. And that's, I want to do that for my dad. Um, I, I saw that. I, yeah. I love that. I, I uh, started writing that when I was, you know, here at the house dying from cancer that time. And I really thought I was dying. And I said, I better write this story as quick as I can. So through that, you know, a couple year cancer thing, when I was, you know, anytime I was bedridden after chemo and stuff, I would start writing and stuff like that. And uh, that's where the most of the story come from. But the thing with that character, he, his name is Bloody Bill in there. And um, it's not me and it's not my dad, but it's kind of the things it's like, he he's basically somebody that did something that he's not proud of when he's younger and and now that he's older he's kind of got to like you know face face pay the piper so to speak mm -hmm. and um that's what it is is the devil basically comes and says now it's time to pay you know and he's saying well you know i've been a good person you know since then and all this but it doesn't matter so it's kind of it's a lot of heaven and hell um wrapped up in a western horror movie you know uh, evil dead versus grid it's it's something i don't think has been done yet um but it just means a lot you know i think it just says it's it's it kind of reminds me of my dad's relationship me and my dad's relationship and uh i think i need to do that and do that for him you know and and, and dedicate it to him and where uh where are you in production well we're i'm still i'm fighting on that that i got three versions Right. And my inner circle's been, you know, helping me and reading and seeing what they think. And sometimes they tell me something that they do and I don't like what they're saying. Um, so I'm still wrestling around with that third act just to make it right. Um, it, it, I guess what I try to do is, you know, I like to pull the rug out of, from under somebody on the end of my movie. Yeah. movies, And um, that's what I'm doing here is I'm really trying to, you know, invoke an emotion at the end of this. So that's where I got to get on that. Right. Um, I'm looking at, I've actually been checking out, I want to film it in Texas because I love Texas and it's called Cowboys from Hell, but uh, that old Tucson's been intriguing me out in Arizona okay. with their things and they've been offering some pretty good deals and stuff like that. So I'm going to probably, me and Kelly's going to maybe sneak out there on a flight and go see what they have to say and stuff. And oh, uh, I also want to check out Blanco, Texas too. The, the Buggy Barn Museum has got a really nice Western town too. Um, the reason this one's taking a little bit longer is because it's a period piece. And I just can't film it in my stuff, my warehouse, my houses, my friends' houses or warehouses or property. Right. Um, you know, doing a Western town and needing a Western town is kind of a, you know, a tough thing to find sometimes in life. Sure. Yeah. No, you can't have a, can't have a, you know, a horse racing by a 7-Eleven <laughs> right. when you're trying to do a shootout or something, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, then I stockpiled, you know, cowboy guns and stuff like that because I've just collected those for a long time. But, um, um. You just can't like, like when I make my movies, I have this big group of circle down here, all my people that work the haunted house and I've known forever, they'll show up and help lickety split. But if I'm, you know, 12 hours away in another state, I'm going to lose a lot of that help. So it, 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 yeah, it's just a lot of tangibles that it, I didn't, I have to overcome that I didn't have to overcome in Circus of the Dead um, is what I got to figure out. It's just tough on that, but I got to do it. Uh, and I got to do it, you know, lickety split. So that's, that's what I'm going to force myself to do at all costs. Well, I'm sure your dad will be real proud of you. Yeah. Regardless. Um, you mentioned your haunt, uh, with COVID, uh, I hadn't really even thought too much about this, but I'm going to assume that you had to shut down for 
at least a year, if well, not more. Being in Texas, you know, most Texas people are like um, stubborn, so they didn't give two shits about that. <laughs> um, I gave a lot about that too, but we ended up moving it, building it outside. Okay. Um, and start doing an outside maze. So I took all the inside maze and, you know, deconstructed it and put it outside. Um, gotcha. But I hate it and I didn't like it. We've been doing that three or four years. Um, we're trying, we got some investment help and we're trying to get a inside um, sprinkler system. You know what I mean? And because um, there's these new laws now that's come in effect the past two or three years. And um, you, you got to have a sprinkler system and you got to have this and you got to have exit lights and all this. And you know, a haunted house is meant to disorient you. Oh, so sure. It's, just right. a tough, it's a tough line. It's always been tough opening haunted houses before mm -hmm. and getting fire marshal approval and building inspector approval. But now it's just gotten even harder. So we're still trying hard and we're very hopeful we can get in there. We're going to start two new haunted houses. Uh, one will be, we'll continue that uh, chainsaw carnage. Mm -hmm. which is kind of a backwoods chainsaw massacre kind of thing, which I love so much. Right. And so the front of it will be like a little gas station, service station kind of thing. And um, you go in there and then you'll get inside the walls. And then it kind of turns into like what you've seen in a chainsaw two underground, just some little fun things within their walls. Okay. Inside their gas sure. station. So to speak. Right. And the other one is going to be, uh, it's like a five nights at Freddy's thing. Because, you know, I've always been a fan. I got a Billy Bob, actually, I think, right here. Where's oh, Bob? shit. Look at that. There's Billy Bob there. Nice. So I've always loved that stuff, like, so much. And um, so I think I'm going to do, like, you know, one night at Billy's or one night at um, Papa's. And it's a, a Papa's pizza joint, but it's, like, it's basically what a showbiz and stuff. And it's been a uh, burnout and, and vandalized and stuff, but you don't know what's in there. But apparently some psychopaths went in there and, and constructed those things to put those on and stuff. So there's a bunch of, uh, you know, slashers in there that are jumping out in those costumes and stuff like that. And they've killed. You know, <laughs> killed uh, God, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Now, I know you had told me at one time your, who was it? Somebody was going to be running the operations of or kind of, kind of taken over for you at one point. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it would eventually have been my uh, other uh, stepkid, probably. And I think he's still in my was. life. Where right. his mom wasn't, yeah, but he's still in my life. He still catches up on it. He's, uh, yeah, he keeps up with me. I really like that kid. Um, he's really good at uh, costuming and shit. Like, um, I taught him how to go to thrift stores and do this and distress things and all this stuff. So he's really good. Now, my new stepkid, Maddox, he's, he's too into... Uh, music i think i think that's his calling so i wouldn't he loves working the haunt but i don't know that he'd be running it but we'll see how that goes All right um, he's a lot younger than kobe was at that time so uh we'll right. see. but I'm, i want him to 100 percent on music instead of worrying about stupid things like uh the fire marshal <laughs> turning down so that's, yeah. that's that egg city man i have seen some uh some pictures and stuff he definitely is definitely wanting to be the next uh the next big guitarist, I can tell. He does. He's a big James Hetfield guy. In okay. Okay. When he first started, I thought he was going to head the Kurt Hammett way, right. but now he switched to the James Hetfield. Okay. Uh, and I think that's the the lead stuff scared him a little bit, but I was like, "Yeah, that's going to come naturally. You just keep playing; that lead will come." So pick up those heavy riffs, and it'll all come <laughs> to you in time. That's great. Now, so speaking of which, what about uh, what about the Cadillacs with you? Well, we're, we're we've been in the studio with. Um, Thurber T. Right. 
um, he's with a band called Pump Jack and, and I'm actually helping him get his stuff online and stuff like he hasn't had good presence and stuff but they're really freaking big here locally and they're so big in fact that uh ozzy picked them up on uh Ozfest back then and he he become best friends with dimebag oh, and wow. when pantera broke up they started a band called gasoline um and uh even vinnie paul played in a little bit but they recorded a bunch of shit that's never seen the light of day and i've heard it all too um, isn't uh who was uh, somebody from danzig no, uh, John Christ, John Christ or somebody. I don't know. I mean, I, he could, I, I thought I heard the name. You know, uh, uh, throughout the years, his name side projects, and I could have swore gasoline was one of them. It could. I mean, maybe they just both could had have been a, another different one. Yeah. yeah, but uh, they had some good stuff. It was kind of like um, it wasn't like Pump Jack. I mean, uh, Pantera in the sense of the screaming like Phil does. It was mm -hmm. more um, Southern hard rock okay. kind of thing. Kind of like I guess what Pump Jack did. Um, like they had one song called Going with the Gut. So it was about a beer belly, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's real good stuff. But anyway, he's been in the studio with us and he's been playing bass on our uh, our little EP we're doing. We got five songs basically done. And I don't know if we're going to do more yet or just put out an EP. Uh -huh. um, but no, I, I was, I'm pretty proud of it. But I guess the more I listen to it, I get old of it. But that does everything. Circus of the Dead, I hate. And I kind of usually hate my own stuff anyway because I'm just, I don't know. When you watch it or listen to something a million damn times, it tends to wear on you a little bit. So I can I can appreciate yeah. that. And you're probably also your own worst critic, too. Yes. Yes. Um, but I know being in the studio with, uh, you know, Roy Shuck, he was Paul Scullett and Aaron and uh, Christian. He was in he's the singer. He was in Circus of the Dead, too. He got he's the one without the arm, the biker that got his arm cut off by Noodle Dome. OK, right. Yeah. So it's like the, these guys are like brothers to me and stuff. And we. We've, we've had a good time in the studio and I think we wrote some really good songs and stuff. Um, and hopefully we'll, re when we drop that too, we'll let everybody listen to it. And I'm going to tell all these filmmakers too, is we got five songs. You want to use any of my songs in your movie for free? You're welcome to, you know, I'll sign the paper and everything for you. So Damn, um, nice. yeah, that's the way it is. It goes, well, I want money for it. It's like, hey, you ain't going to get no money. This is indie film. They can't afford to buy their, their crew good food. <laughs> Shit. You can't pay for this stuff, so. Shit, the movie I was in, they were they didn't even buy food for you. If you there didn't you bring go. if you didn't bring pocket change, you weren't eating shit. There you go. So. I think we did circus though. That was somebody goes, What was the success of circus? You know, well, of course I'd always say oh Bill Oberst, but uh I say uh we just fed everybody damn good. I remember <laughs> uh, uh Bill and Parrish Randall was talking one day and they're drinking coffee and eating a chicken fried steak sandwich or some shit and he was saying, Parrish was saying, I ain't ever ate this good on a set as long as I've ever lived. He goes, shit, this is good stuff. But we'd have barbecue catered one day, a steak restaurant one day. We, we took care of them really damn good. So Nice. Very that's nice. the secret to success is feed them good, you know. So, excuse me. Um, So I also hear that cryptids might finally be seeing the light of day. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's damn close because it's in the film festivals now. Uh, now you scared me because I reminded me I got to get them some audio back too that I had to fix. Um, <laughs> it's been a nightmare. I know it's been a nightmare on my part. I finished shooting that in a two days. I finished shooting on a Sunday. Monday I had an appointment at the doctor and that's when they tested for cancer. Um, and that's how long this has been. So right. it's been a long time. And I guess the reason it's hard is like, I guess they've had 
six, seven different directors, you know, working on different segments. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard to get all these people at one place. And I think they've had one or two that dropped out, didn't do. So I don't know, something like that. So I feel right. like I'm the weak link in it, you know, and hopefully it doesn't come off that way. And I'm my own worst critic, but it's like their stuff looks awesome. You know, my stuff feels like I was doing second grade shit, but um, <laughs> it's funny when you watch mine though, it's, it's, it's almost like a, uh, I guess a 70s thing or a Breaking Bad kind of thing. It went, there's a lot, half of the movie is in Spanish. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, well, you know me, I can't, I, I, can't be, I can't be normal in the sense of they go, okay, Bill, you're in Texas, you're going to do chupacabras, you know, and then the average person say, okay, let's do a campfire. And these, you know, these people are here in a chupacabra comes. I go, no, I said, okay, in my world, these uh, cartel guys show up at a barber shop after they've already caught these, uh, their workers are selling guys that are on the streets and really shitty ones. And they put them in this uh, running man type thing and uh, carve a number on their head and then let these two chupacabras named Trump and Hillary chase them down. You could tell it's time dated, right? And um, so they've got zoom cameras on and they got closed caption in this place. So they're in this barber shop uh, betting on which one will stay alive the longest because then they get all the other money from the cartel. So it's like this little bidding thing. Nice. But it's, it's kind of a satire on, I guess, race relations and all that kind of stuff, too. Uh, I remember they were saying, Justin or Zane was, we were talking, I was talking to both of them on the phone on their way back, and they said, they said one of your jokes, Billy, and it just kind of, it kind of fell flat on the audience. And I was thinking, I said, y'all showed up there at a Yankee state. That shit would have flown over big <laughs> here in the south. It's a world <laughs> of difference east to west, man. Yeah, I hate to say yeah, it, but, but it really is. But I noticed that with circus, the things that were getting laughed in Chicago, that was different than things that get laughed down mm-hmm. here in Atlanta. So, right. You know, it's, it's, I guess it's just different, you know. Well, so after everything is done, everything, you know, you get, um, you get Cowboys from Hell up and running and done. Um, Cryptids is, is, is out there for everyone to finally enjoy. What's on the back burner for you? Well, I got Circus of the Dead, too. Like, you know, a Marvel movie comes out and they're huge. Mm-hmm. Billions and billions of dollars. And it starts, you know, millions of dollars and then thousands right. of dollars. Right. But an indie film is it's like this. And just slow climb. And that's where we're at now is there's more fans, of course, today for it than there was because you got to build that audience and stuff like that. Sure. And uh, even the Terrifier guys, the Art the Clown stuff, is meeting them at Frightmare and stuff has helped. Mm-hmm. Um they let me infiltrate their people a lot as far as their groups and stuff and post some stuff about Circus of the Dead. And it's really helped a lot. So it's like, you know, hats off to those guys for being Damien and David for being as humble as they freaking are. That was uh, a monumental moment. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. It was so cool. When I, I, I wish I could be there. I bet everybody else that saw the picture said the same damn thing. But it was... It didn't matter what I was doing. There was video of that and pictures of that. And I stopped. I was like, uh, oh, yeah. that's awesome. That was so they, cool. They know, you know, I mean, uh, Damien, now they're, Damien's, uh, I think uh, David lives up there, but David's from Atlanta. So you don't hear much on his voice, but uh, Damien, that's Yankee boy right there. All oh, him yeah. and his people are doing it, but it's like, I think about how I talk, you right. know, it, it's, it's a North and South kind of thing, but, uh, I think that was the first thing he did when he saw me. He goes, this fucking guy right here. <laughs> uh, no, they're just as screwed up. And, and you know, that's they're the same people just in another part of the country. And it's it's so cool. 
Um, but them being humble just to kind of, you know, just be good to me, even after me being a, a stalker and troll. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, but I knew what I was doing because right. it, I needed to uh, piggyback a little bit just to get some more eyes and stuff is what I've been trying to do. Um, but I do, I like the Terrifier stuff. I think it's, you know, it's like every movie or everything, everything's got its its faults. I mean, I can pick more out of my movie than I can their movies. That's for oh, sure. Oh, and of course you would. Yeah. Right. Um, that's, I think, what makes a good filmmaker is is watching other things. And what could you, what would you have done if you are in that situation, Billy? You know, right. how would you change this? Or, uh-oh, this is where they went wrong. You know, usually the endings get everybody. The ending's the hardest part of movies, right. if you think about it. And a lot of times on the stories and stuff, and I did, I kind of knew what's going to happen on Cowboys. And it's just getting there. So I already know the ending. It's just getting to that complete ending. Um, same thing with Circus. I, I knew what the ending was. I knew it was going to be about the kids hmm. and, and Donald in that car. Um, Dollboy 2, how Brandon found his watch inside the van. Um, so you just got to come from that and then kind of fill in the blanks before sure. that. And and we do those film, me and Kelly and uh, my girlfriend, Kelly Robinson, and uh, Chuck Norfolk and Courtney Sandifer, we do those uh, Frightmaker 101 panels at Frightmare. And those are so important. And we pack the house, you know, it's sitting room only, usually sitting and standing room only. Um, but that stuff's so good. And there's so many people that started going to that or going to those fake trailers that are actually doing it now. Mm -hmm. And that's the proudest I feel is passing along with that. Now, they're never happy when I tell them that you ain't going to make shit because you're going to get screwed on it from a distributor. Right. Um, but that's that's a whole nother story. But um, those, oh, those I, I remember that night, those nightmare stories that you were telling me about with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a tough thing. Um, but I think it's changing. I think it's going to be to the point where you're going to have to put out your own shit until some giant right. company comes and grabs you. So, it seems like a lot more people are doing that too. And because it's it's I guess it's like what did you say? It's like you know, there's no dinosaurs because they they didn't adapt. But it's like you either adapt or you die. Right. So right. the filmmakers that are dying aren't adapting and they're dying. So, uh, yeah, uh, well, I never put money as an emphasis on anything. You know, I would rather have a good movie and be poor than have a bad movie and be rich, you know, because I want to be proud of my movie. So um, I try to stick to that. And then they say the cream always rises. So right. the cream always flows. So hopefully things will pay off someday. And I do owe it to the fans to do a part two. Um, now, I would never do a part two if Bill wasn't involved. but. Uh, there you go. I'm sure you that. I think somewhere he's he he's scared of Papa and 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 is you know doesn't like Papa as a character or person, but I think he he sees the acting advantage in that kind of stuff because that is that what uh, he did with that stuff was if there's Academy Awards in indie films, he would have won that shit hands fucking down. Yes, yeah, sir. He fucking he, he, it, it was it, you know it's kind of like that that role was almost written just for him he was born to do that role because he nailed it every aspect of it he was just pure evil i he thought too really was. Was. what's the odds of taking your first feature film uh knocking a grand slam with bill oberst and it's like now i can't i got cut from the team <laughs> <It's> right. like, <laughs> i can't even get up to that now but uh yeah that was a freaking blessing and a half and i always tell everybody like that dude is uh a wonderful, wonderful actor, mm -hmm. uh, and as great of an actor he is, I think he's a better person. That that dude is just a gentleman. I he have heard that. He is a good freaking soul. He is I, a good dude. 
I have not had the opportunity to meet him in person, nor have I had the the the, the honor of inter, of interviewing him. Uh, I would absolutely love to, but from those that I have spoken with that have worked with him, yourself included, uh, he is just uh, such a, mag a magnificent person. Yeah, no, it's I I don't know, and even uh, my girlfriend Kelly. That's how we kind of met. Is is they worked on a movie, uh, the Good Things Devils Do together, right. and uh, me and Bill. Or Bill tagged me in a spot because it was something circus and that movie related. And uh, they tagged all of us and we become friends and started talking. And I guess when her last relationship fell and mine fell, we just started talking a little bit more. Oh, look, it gives you a time count. You got 10 don't, minutes. Don't you love that? That's yeah. awesome. You should. The, the, the gods of Zoom, I tell That's you, they're not going to give us a second more. Uh, well, how yeah. is she, by the way? What She's doing good. Um, Please tell her I saw my best. I I wasn't if sure if she was going to be joining you or not tonight. Oh, no. you could If you would have asked, I would have made her. I didn't know if you wanted her on here or not. Oh, uh, You can maybe do one on her sometime. She'll I would absolutely love, love to. I um, would love to. We might have to move the vagina face, so that way that's not behind her. But, um, we'll put yours in place. <laughs> um, uh, no, she's great. Uh, the way she organized shit here for me mm -hmm. is, I don't know, man. If she didn't come in my life, I don't know where I'd be now because that's what I've realized in life is like, I w I'm not going to say I'm a hoarder because I'm not a hoarder, but everything I collected in life, I've kept. And now, no, I just, if, if it means something to somebody else and you know what, I can find a way to part with it. Because right. cause I guess, you know, with my dad dying and just seeing the stuff and uh, watching other people's uh, people die and stuff, it's just, you leave this stuff and there's nothing, you know, get it to somebody that can, you know, enjoy it or something. That's where I'm at now with that stuff. So that's good. Almost everything's sellable. So, yeah. Um, I, I wanted to did, definitely ask because I know that you and Kelly both um, have been doing a lot of the Texas um, uh, convention circuits, uh -huh. um, been keeping busy with that. Do you take your illegitimate son with you or does the pink bearded chin just show up and follow you? He shows up and follows us, but he's never showed up to Frightmare. I think. He'd probably like freaking come in his pants if he saw Frightmare because, you know, everybody knows him, even if he hasn't met him in person. You know, everybody in the horror community knows the dude. Yep. Um, but like Frightmare, you know, he Drew's there and I'm there and uh, his uncle Drew. Mm -hmm. And uh, but uh, he's going to love it so much. So I hope he gets to come out there sometime. But uh, no, anytime I get to see him is I give him a lot of shit and love trolling him. But there, there you go back to like Bill. Is that dude's got a the biggest heart in the world? So you know, I, I he gets he gets stepped on a lot, and I keep telling him, I said, don't you know, you you do what's best for you. Don't worry about me or anybody else. You need to do what's best for you, buddy. For those of you that are wondering who the fuck we're talking about with a pink chin, um, Mr. Lance Wagner, Lancer Dancer, is a good, I believe, a personal friend, Bill, of yours. Yes. Um, and has become a dear friend of mine. Um, never met him. We have spoken on the phone once. Yeah. And he is just a heart of gold. He has been through a lot of shit, it seems like, recently. Mm -hmm. Getting hurt and the move and uh, some stuff with work, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, Lance just has the, tries to have the best outlook and tries to push that on everyone that he runs into. And I'll tell you what, man, this world could use a whole lot more Lancer Dancer. And we it's would be really in a, a whole lot better uh, spirits too. If the world acted more and treated everybody like he does. So. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. He, 
entertaining man. I mean, <laughs> anybody on Facebook, if you have not seen, and if you're a horror fan and you've not seen a bald man with a neon pink goatee, well, that is Lancer Dancer. And you use that term man very loosely. <laughs> I just love how he calls you, <laughs> you dad all the time. That's what uh, Kelly, though, always says, like, <laughs> She it was she giggled at it the first couple times, but now she's saying, "Well, Billy, I'm a lot younger than you. I don't know that I want to." Because Lance is a year older than me. He said, "How'd that even work anyway?" I said, "I had a time machine. I went back and did his mom." I said, "But the weird thing about that is, I we only had butt sex, so I'm thinking he's like butt baby. So I don't know how else it could be." Uh, That's why he's got those uh, corn eyeballs and peanut nose. I was going to say, I'm not even going to go into some of the descriptions <laughs> that are coming to mind. <laughs> oh, man, Bill, it has been a pleasure talking to you, brother. It yes, truly sir. Has. It, it's, it's been a long time. Um, I'm glad of amongst all things that you are doing well. Thank you, brother. And likewise, too. And uh, we got to meet someday. Maybe we'll catch up at a convention. <sighs> I would love to. Well, speaking of which, is there any chance of any East Coast representation from Bloody Bill? for any conventions. I, I would love it, but it's just like I said, the, the, the cost of traveling, hotel stays and all that. Um, right. If the convention invited me and do it, then I could probably make it wholeheartedly and then some. Um, but yeah, just covering some of that right now, I'm just saving up because if you're making a film, especially a period Western, it's going to cost probably double what circus costs. So yeah. Um, but I'm going to launch my own, my first GoFundMe too, pretty soon on uh, uh, that on for a movie it was the first time because i've been saving i never did it before so we'll see and i think i got a good fan base and stuff and i want to give away some uh of the coolest perks you could ever get probably so oh you've got an impeccable fan base and speaking of which anybody out there doesn't know um there is an official circus of the dead facebook fan page uh that is ran by bill uh he does now have an etsy page i don't know if mom has helped you with that or if that is of your own design but you've got some awesome merchandise going on up there um bill i can tell you from experience is he's a very gracious host you buy something you always kind of get a little something extra yeah, even if it's a, even if it's a signature or, or whatever or he's going to fart in the box and seal it but it, it will be from him directly i yeah, don't open up any jars that don't have nothing in it. <laughs> now, I was going to say, too, is on the T-shirts. I can't keep all those in stock, so those go to a fulfillment place. So okay. if you want something extra from me, you got to order at least a sticker or a, a poster or something from here. So I got it at the house, a DVD or something. And, you know, I don't know how well you're going to be able to see this, but... Well, there you go. There, there, there's Papa sticker right Papa there. Sticker, yeah, that's scratch and sniff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I've already licked all the flavor off of it. So, uh, all right. Well, listen, Bill, I'm going to let you break. Um, my friend, it's so good to see you. Thank you for taking the time for me. Please give uh, give the young lady all of my love and uh, tell her I look forward to talking to her soon, I hope. Yes. And you go and you enjoy the rest of your week, sir. Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds like a plan. Everybody, thanks for joining me and Bloody Billy Pond. Witching Hour. You guys always keep it evil. <laughs>